Hello, welcome back to Titan Titans Time, T- Titan Talk with Trevor and Jordan. Uh, I'm Trevor. Today we're talking about season two, episode eight, which is called Jericho. Did I get all that right? That is correct. Season two, episode eight. I'm the Jordan. Nice to meet you. This is the big flashback episode we've been waiting for, where we finally get to see... Uh, why Dick Grayson is a big piece of shit and everybody hates him. <laughs> Pretty much it. My, here's the way I TL, this is my TLDR of the episode. So you can just listen to this and then you can just stop watching from here on out. It's the flashback episode of Dick Grayson screwing over Jericho and then taking blame for him getting stabbed as a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he oversold it a little bit when he said, I killed Deathstroke's son. When What actually happened is that Deathstroke accidentally killed his own son in a situation that dick sort of inadvertently put him into you know i mean it it, it makes sense that he hold himself responsible for it but to say that he killed him is a bit of a so it's a bit of an exaggeration i think it's it's a little too much of a stretch uh it's also it's a little bit more it's a little bit more like what i would have thought uh, would happen until last week's episode when he said he killed him, and I was like, "Oh, he actually killed him!" But no, no, he didn't actually, kill him. As not it turns really. out, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like it, Jesus Christ. This is the. I'm not saying the writing sucks. It's very inconsistent. I mean, uh, this episode. If you set aside this episode and take it out of the larger context of the show, uh, I actually liked this one. Kind oh, of. No. I thought it was pretty good. I, I mean, I said the last time we had a flashback episode, I like kind of liked that one. And I thought this one was pretty good, too. And, you know, when you look at these five years ago episodes with the old Titans or whatever, I look at this and I was like, this could have just been Titans season one. And it would have made so much more sense because then you don't have that confusing five year gap where. Uh, so Deathstroke obviously blames Dick Grayson and the Titans for the death of his son, which is why he's like needs to get revenge on them. But for some reason in that five year period when the Titans had split up, he just was like, oh, well, if they're not the Titans anymore, I guess I just won't bother, you know. But yeah. then he saw that 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 ominous, uh, portentous Titans are back bitches on the news. And he's like, oh, well, now that the Titans exist again as an entity now i can get my revenge on them like you could have still it doesn't like why didn't you want to get revenge on dick grayson five years ago wouldn't you do divide and conquer like that would make the most sense if your deathstroke is now that you split up the titans now you can just individually pick them off one by one although uh whether or not the titans are together doesn't seem to make a difference to dick who in every single uh, situation in every important confrontation, he always has to go off on his own and leave everybody behind. <laughs> and and really, if if Dick is guilty of anything, his real sin that we've seen repeatedly is, despite the fact that he's formed this team, uh, he refuses to actually utilize the team. Whenever there's something important to do, whenever he has to face Deathstroke, he always does it on his own. And we see it in this episode which is five years ago. Um, and 
okay. Like, so maybe like uh, Dick just wasn't thinking straight, but we've already seen him do the exact same thing in the present. And another kid almost got killed because he almost got Jason killed doing the exact same stupid shit. So uh, it would sort of make sense if maybe uh, he had learned from making that mistake in the past, but he clearly hasn't. And what, and that's just like, God, I really fucking hate this version of Dick. He sucks. You know, you know for the, the the five years, the the modern Dick or past Dick the, or all these all these Nightwing Dick raisins. Those version of Dick, his character, he sucks, and he didn't learn anything from his past mistakes, and he's making all the exact same mistakes again. Also, uh, it's also fucking stupid. This- I should also point this out. Five years ago, Dick Grayson, he wasn't even jo- joyful, funny, bubbly, joking. Like, if, if he wasn't even doing the telling jokes and being a smartass, which everyone expects from Dick Grayson, even if he was like a kid. Because then you can at least quantify that as why he became this, like, jaded individual who doesn't tell jokes anymore. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily care about that. I, I mean, I would like it if he lightened up a little bit. Um, this is an adult show. I, we can't have these childish yeah. jokes. I mean, there are plenty of childish jokes on the show. He's just not the one that says them. Yeah, the but, childish jokes, such as get is Jericho manipulating some rando in the shop to say, "I have a small penis." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I. Uh, it's just that, like Dick. It, not only is he not funny, he's also not smart. Uh, he's an idiot. Um, and that's why, like, what does this th- say about they, the criminals? They're, they're, that's what I want to know. What does this say about the criminals in Gotham? If this is their Robin and Batman, they have to be hella stupid. Well, because they're doing this whole thing with Dick Grayson where he's like very uh, narrow minded and stubborn because he's so focused on, you know, uh, defeating Deathstroke or whatever. But then they flash back to five years ago. And he's doing the same thing. He's the same. Like, so I just like, I I think you're right. Either in the past, he should have been like more immature, have more of a sense of humor or in the present. He should have like, he should have like a little bit more of a, he should have like realized uh, the mistakes he made in the past and be uh, less of a shithead now you know like there no, should no, be there should be some kind of change whether it's negative or positive uh, because you know if, if he's really going to blame himself for the death of jericho why don't you look at the situation and see what you could have done differently i don't know maybe if you brought your fucking teammates along instead of telling them like oh you guys just watch uh you know donna and i'll go fight uh, the extremely powerful villain by myself, you know, <laughs> like what, what is the point of having, and now he's doing the same thing. He always leaves, uh, uh, Gar and Rachel behind. Uh, and you know, he, when he went to confront Deathstroke a few episodes ago, he did the same fucking thing. He, he ditched the rest of the team and went to fight him on his own. It just, it's, it's the dumbest. He's show. a fucking, he, he's a fucking idiot. I mean, <laughs> I don't it know would which is be, better between this and the Watchmen show right now. No, I, I was, I've been thinking about that. You know, what we're doing here on Trevor Talks Titans is starting to feel very trivial to me since uh, AT&T 
is now committing a much greater sin <laughs> on television with the Watchmen show. Okay, I, I just wanted to say one thing about Watchmen, because uh, you said, is this better or worse than Watchmen? I think the Watchmen is obviously uh, worse, you know, morally. Uh, in, in principle, it's worse because it shouldn't exist, right? Correct. But it's still it's still a uh, better made show, at least from what we've seen of the one episode so far. It's not good, but it's not like... It's just it's not it's not like total fucking dreck what like if Titans. Eight episodes on the white supremacist cop, uh, and I I'm not I'm not like mad at Titans for existing, but it is ve- the acting's terrible, the writing's terrible. Oh yeah, the acting's okay shoddy. on Watchmen. The acting's okay on Watchmen. Yeah, no, it, it 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 has good acting, and it's made by people who kind of know what they're doing. They kind of know how to make a TV show, but it, it isn't good. It's it's not at all. If Titans is like this is just Judas contract, but reimagined. Watchmen is not even like close to what Alan Moore would want, not even close to what the source material is. Other than hey, you know, Rorschach's a kind of cool character with like this blobby face. What if we had like characters that had that? Wouldn't that be cool? Well, yeah. Well, so that's a that's a whole other conversation. Uh, <laughs> so I guess we should get back to this episode. Give, um, give Leslie and Jack your money for that one. And they should give us money for Titans. Don't, yeah. I mean, it would be great if somebody gave us money, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. Someone give us at least enough to cover the DC Universe <laughs> subscriptions for the next few weeks. I'm not sure that what we're doing is really a valuable service. <laughs> but the, if someone wanted to pay us for it. only people who aren't hyped for the show. Everywhere you go, oh, can't believe this character got introduced. Oh, can't believe that happened. It, you mean you're not, you mean Titans? Yes, Titans. Okay, you keep saying that and it, the thing is, I other than you and me, I don't know a single person on earth who gives a shit about this show. <laughs> I've never I <laughs> That's that's the other big difference with Watchmen. The reason that Watchmen is vexing me more is because I'm having to see people online constantly talking about how good it is, and it's making me feel like I'm a crazy person. Uh, it actually seems to have some cultural relevance because everyone's talking about it. Whereas Titans, uh, if there are people out there that are actually excited about this show, they're just not on my radar. I don't see them or hear from them. As far as I'm concerned, they don't exist. It's one of because nobody nobody should be hyped about this show. It, it sucks. It's one of those. Uh, maybe I'm imagining all these people. This is all in my head. This is like I, uh, this is like the Bruce Wayne episode last week. This is all imaginary I, Bruce Wayne's telling me the show is good. I believe that they exist. I think we must just you know be in very different kinds of uh, circles. I guess because I've just never heard of anyone. <laughs> caring about this show at all and i mean i when it when it was first coming out when that first trailer came out with the fuck batman i remember people like mocking it you know being like that looks stupid and then that was the last i ever heard <laughs> about the titan show and me as a fan of the Titans, i've been watching this project for like years when it was going to be a tnt show and then like oh that fell out of the waistline the 2014 titans Oh, okay. Well, it's going to be uh, debuting on DC Universe, and here's did you like, say, did you say that fell out of the waistline? It, it felt like TNT was like, no, we don't want this. We want the last ship. 
We want. Uh, you mean you mean it? It fell by the wayside. Is yeah, that what you're yeah, trying to say? Meant. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Although it does need some trimming. Now that I think about it, <laughs> it's a little too fatty. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all of that. All of that aside, this being a terrible show, and all, I, I still liked this episode. I'm going to be honest. Uh, there is pa- well, because I I still think Jericho's one of the better actors on this show. His character is good in this. He's good, uh, and Isai Morales is good as Deathstroke. Uh, Wintergreen, actually, I would Brent, say Wintergreen was also a, a choice character in this. He's fine. He's pretty good. Uh, Brenton Thwaites is still terrible, but I mean, like, I thought the big confrontation at the church was done pretty well. Uh, the little flashback with Deathstroke killing all those guys looked pretty cool. You know, it's all... My, my expectations for the show have become so lowered that if I just see an action sequence that isn't totally inept or like sort of a seeing Deathstroke actually kind of have a conversation and be menacing, um, it was pretty good. I enjoyed uh, watching parts of this that's episode. Pretty, actually, that's what I think was a good. Actually, I'm going to like point out like here's the good. Here's my good. And here's the pros and cons of the episode before we get to the the awful recap that I do. The pros is essentially it is like a great. This is a good character for Jericho. Good for Deathstroke. Everyone in the flashbacks are okay, except for which I think is just not good. Is the is Hawk Dove, Donna, and, and Dick. Those the original Titans really didn't really have much, except for Dick Grayson, I guess, because it's his failure. It's his backstory as well. Even though it's a and the con is. Lots of flashbacks within flashbacks within post flashbacks within pre flash. The the time the time scenario didn't really uh, flip because you have to essentially go with like when did Jericho have his voice versus when he's telling the, the Titans five years ago versus modern day versus back to five years ago back to five months into and five years and in, in two months ago. Yeah, uh, it it just really gets you've you brought up something that gets back to a central problem I have with the show in general is that there's just too much singular focus on Dick. You know, like he's just not. You know this. You know I'm a big Dick Grayson guy. Yeah, I know Nightwing guy, and I like Nightwing too. But like, a the this as I said before, the Dick Grayson on this show is just not compelling or good or interesting at all. It's not a very good rendering of the character. No, he's a not big at all. I- he's a big idiot for reasons I talked about before. But also, more importantly than that, the whole concept of the Teen Titans is that they're a, a team, you know, and maybe. See, this is also why I think the flashbacks would have worked better as like the basis for a first season, uh, because you could have an interesting arc with Dick where he's kind of a lone wolf at first and he has str- struggles to work with a team and he gradually kind of learns to, uh, you know, trust in the team members and let them kind of back him up and support him because he's not perfect on his own, obviously. But Instead of that, <laughs> we just see him over and over again uh, taking singular action, and also the show uh, it co- keeps being singularly focused on him, so that the the group isn't developed. It doesn't feel like a, an ensemble show because we don't really get to know the other characters enough. 
I mean, we had those great flashback episodes about Hawk and Dove in the first season, which I thought were the only good ones. Um, yeah, but like so far, if we're going up to this point in season two, like what is Rachel? What is Gar? What is what are they? They're not even they're not even in the show. They serve no purpose, which is why they should have done all this shit in season one and then maybe introduced Raven and Beast Boy in like another season and also had Dick Grayson you know, developed more as a character so he could be less of a stupid asshole. And and, more perspective on Donna, too. More perspective on Donna, because this episode, the B story was Donna. And it was like, well, we only really know about Donna from, like, flashbacks or, like, one-line conversations in season one. And if if she she is the best friend, like, the fuck is this? And she was the one grieving because the guy that she liked just got murdered. You know, if if anything, it would have made more sense if she was the one who was overly obsessed with getting back at Deathstroke because she was the one that just lost her fucking boyfriend. But that doesn't fit in with this fucking insipid, uh, 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 you know, nested timeline structure where everybody hates Dick and is mad at him. So we have to see that Dick was like an asshole in the past. Uh, Which he is, by the way. He is a complete fucking asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, and he, and, he, and he still is. He didn't learn anything. Uh, maybe, presumably after this episode, in the present, now that, now that he had that big breakthrough where he admitted to Jason that everything was all his fault, maybe now he'll stop being such an idiot and they'll like establish that you know, Dick gets better at you know, working on a team. But it's fucking stupid that it took him over five years and multiple uh, tragic failures for him to, like, get that simple idea through his big, stupid head. Now, I know what you're saying. Isn't this the same podcast that, like, a few weeks ago talked about Connor getting licked by a dog? Yeah. Yeah, same fucking show. <laughs> it really is that irregular. <laughs> uh, recap time. <clears throat> All right. The uh, <clears throat> wake me up when you're done with this part. Season two, episode eight, Jericho recap. Jericho is looking at cops being bastards because they're arresting people, screaming at one, uh, and then in this nightmare sequence, there are three dudes, like I guess in like sheep or pig mask or something, frying up a human they're, they're, leg. They're pig mask. Yeah, that whole thing was some kind of nightmare sequence, right? I have no idea what that was supposed to be in reference to who the cops were supposed to be, who the pig people were. I actually completely forgot about that part till you just mentioned it. Is it like is this like trying to hint at the Jericho's a, a vegetarian or a vegan? Like that's a lie because I don't cause I don't know what the connection assuming. would be there. San Francisco, twenty fourteen. You can tell it's a flashback sequence because it's no longer blue tint; it's gold tint. Uh, <laughs> and and also because it said the year is twenty fourteen. Yes, twenty fourteen, San Francisco. Uh, Jericho is listening to some of his favorite music and he's using an outdated iPhone even for 2014 standards. A guy by the name of D wants to know if he's coming to this cool party. Mom wants Jericho to finish his homework, but the dipshit wants to hang out with, of course, Dick Grayson. Then we go to a campfire scene. Why? Why do we need to go camping? They're, they're just bonding. They're just pretending to be friends with Jericho so he'll trust them and they can use him. That's it. That's basically it. Hawk, Deb, Donna, or Dick Grayson are introduced Jericho for, well, just, just for this purpose of, I guess, to exploit him. They toss the old football around. Dick talks to Dove about the plane to get everything he can on Deathstroke through the kid. 
Then we get to the theme song, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Back to the campfire. That, that's how it goes. That's it. I'm not, I don't give a shit anymore. This show has broken me so many times now at this point. Uh, back at the campfire, there's a drunk Hank. He said it's a dumb story. Uh, Dove then shows sign language and translates Jericho. We get the flashback story of Deathstroke. He gets stabbed, gets angry. There's a zombie face. Serum wears out, gets handcuffs, kills interrogators, and then gets a gets a, like an apple, puts it in his mouth, and starts shooting up the entire la- like lab. Uh, it may, it's supposed to make him look badass, but it comes across as like this Hulk hokey like college fight sequence. You've seen those videos on YouTube, right? Like the like the first or second year film school student trying to do the action sequence. As I said before, I thought this part was pretty good. I don't know what Jordan's so angry about. Just this like horridor gun shoot, and then ah, almost like it almost reminded me of like uh, what is that ga- that FMV game that that uh, Area Fifty One that don't shoot, don't shoot. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he kills some people with guns. It's pretty cool to me. Not, not Estab- cool. It was not cool. Just, it establishes <laughs> it establishes that he's a super soldier or whatever. It was fine. Uh, we cut to the taxi cab outside the front door of a house. I patch Deathstroke uses a taxi uh, and hands Jericho's mom some nice flowers, and they get a nice smooch. Jericho's in the back mowing the lawn. No biggie. Jericho's first spoken line in the entirety of the show. Deathstroke gives Jericho a leather wristband, and they get a big hug. Then we get melodrama lines about him getting a business with his friend Wintergreen. Jericho and the wife are then kidnapped. There's a knife against Jericho's neck, and the wife has a gun. Deathstroke does Deathstroke and kills uh, all of these like hostile uh, interrogators again, uh, and kills the person after the wife. And then the guy uh, slices Jericho's neck and gets shot in the process. So it's not it's not Deathstroke. It's not a titan as to why Jericho can't talk. It really is just dude with a oh. knife in his neck who got shot. <laughs> No name oh, the, henchman <laughs> number four. The the point is that it is still uh, Deathstroke's fault though, because those guys would have never showed up at their house if Deathstroke hadn't gotten involved in, you know, yeah, uh, underworld shit. So it is his fault, and also because of the way he handled the situation. Uh, if he, if he he he, yeah, it is in in the, in the comics, of course. Uh, it Deathstroke actually personally cut Jericho's throat. Uh, but uh, it's it, in this version, it is still sort of his fault. I think we're supposed to have some sympathy for Deathstroke in this. I yeah, think- they really cut, they really softened him a little bit. Like, in the comics, Deathstroke is just a complete piece of shit. Like, he's so irredeemable. In this, but, uh, in this world, he is an irredeemable piece of shit, except for Jericho and the mom. Yeah, they want you to sort of understand him and his motive. I mean, I I thought it was pretty... The way they characterized Deathstroke here, I thought was pretty decent. You know, it's more... It's a little bit more nuanced than what I'd expect from this show. And, like, maybe that's that sympathy, so you kind of can see where he's coming from in all this, to, like, for the last of the end of the final fight, which would make the most sense. That's called writing a, a character. It's good foreshadow. Works. It's very good foreshadow, too. Uh, back to the OG Titans. Uh, they're at the tower now. Yay! I guess the fire blew out. or It's it's sunny time. They're looking at the background and Deathstroke and Wintergreen. 
You can tell it's a flashback because it's blue, not gold. Donna kicks Deathstroke's door open and cleared house. Dick wants Jericho for more information. Uh, and in a, one of the lines, I had to take a note here. Dick Grayson says, I'm going to call Jericho. At this point, he does not know that Jericho can no longer talk. So it's like a one-way call. I thought that's kind of sucks. Wintergreen is in looking at Dick Grayson photos with Jericho. He knows he's looking for him. Back at the library thing, Donna and the other Dude. people are glad they're back. Dude, I just you do know that if someone was listening to your recaps without watching the show, they wouldn't be able to follow a fucking word you're saying, right? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hey, just watched. Back. I just watched this, and I can barely understand what the fuck you're talking about. I'm just going like two sentences over each scene. Uh, Garf wasn't shot. You know that museum gallery thing? They went back to that. We're going back to the Donna Troy uh, museum from like a few episodes back. Yeah. So Donna's like handler, mate, Amazon woman, is running some kind of Amazon lady operation out of that museum. It's never really specified what's going on there. But we get a but scene. It turns out she, she was actually the target of Deathstroke when uh, Aqualad got killed. It was that was the funny scene was Donna going, "That's Deathstroke," and she's like, "I know," because <laughs> it's like like almost in a way of, "Are you fucking kidding me? He was trying to kill me. What the fuck are you thinking here?" Uh, so now we actually get a motive. It's no longer just a psychic story, because uh, now the that handler lady is definitely now trying to get use her power over Donna. So now we actually have a clear motive for Donna Troy. She doesn't want to be in the shadow of all these Amazonians. She doesn't want authority to tell her what to do. Am- Amazons. Uh, anyway, so then we go to the, the, uh, the record store, and a guy who's a better actor than Dick Grayson... <laughs> Uh, is looking for an album. Jericho bumps into him and then does this, this shows his power for the first time. This ghost thing where he possesses the body. So the guy's being an asshole and harassing the nice lady that works at the record store, and Jericho doesn't like that. Which we can establish they're friends, so it's like, oh, no, no shit. So then the, the asshole dude gets possessed, uh, buys the album for Jericho, gives a big tip to the, the lady, walks back to hand the the album over to him and then oop, no more possess and is confused. So, so Jericho's superpower is that he's able to take control of other people's bodies to possess them and make them do stuff. The line, I have a tiny penis is also said. Yeah, He makes the guy say he has a tiny penis, it's- which is honestly just inappropriate. Like <laughs> he, he, he's, he's making the guy say very inappropriate shit to his friend at the at the record store. Also, is it really funny to say that? Like, with like, if you're at the record store, it's really only her, the lady who works the record store and maybe Jericho. Like, to say that yeah. is not funny. It's not. It doesn't have like the impact of saying making like a public speech to like a thousand people saying that or something. Yeah, and also the original point was that she was forcing him to be nice and like leave a big tip for her and apologize for being rude, but then having him talk about his penis kind of undercuts that that a little bit. Uh, so Dick saw that at a distance, then immediately because of that great superpower, uh, decides you know what we got to take Jericho to the Titans Tower. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Why is he here? Why do we have Jericho up here? Why do we... Uh, hey, you're Jericho. What's up? Well, you got to see this. Jericho has an amazing superpower. 
This scene we're talking about now was the one part of this episode that I really hated. And something that is straight out of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Jericho then possesses Hank, who then proceeds to do some ballet dancing. Complete with pirouettes, complete with like showing off his abs. Uh, and then saying when he finishes being possessed, ow, I hurt my groin. No, he goes, this was the part I really hated. He was like, uh, did I just dance and pull my groin? Like, like, come on. Lots of pee-pee jokes. Lots Uh, of pee-pee jokes. Unlike unlike Jordan, I was kind of enjoying this episode up until this point. And at that part, I was like, all right, come on, guys. That's enough of that. I'll tell you when I enjoy the episode. Don't worry. There's, we're getting to the enjoyable part. Uh, no idea why he can do it. He assumes it's the injections, the serums. Back to Daddy Deathstroke. Uh, it's his dad. His dad was injected with Super Soldier serum and then the power that caused his children to also have superpowers. Deathstroke is a good dad and sending his, is driving the beep-beep car with, with Jericho to the Guitar Center. Jericho is yeah, impatient. This is, a, this is a flashback now that Jordan's... I'm trying to make this slightly coherent in yes. case anyone's trying to follow the plot. Uh, now, I, I appreciate we, it, we, by we, the way. We cut, to, we cut to another flashback of Jericho where his dad first sees that he has uh, powers. So as Beep Beep Car, uh, an asshole driver beep, in the red... Beep Beep Car. They're uh, driving like... in a car... <laughs> They get into a road rage incident, and the guy is in the asshole is in that one in, in the classic Trump car fashion. Like all that's missing is the aviator glasses. Is getting pissed off at Devstroke, and instead of Devstroke like about to murder the dude, uh, he's just being calm, dude. Like, wait, what's going on? What's wrong? So then Jericho then possesses the asshole driver, and goes, "Thank you for your service," and then I'm sorry, and drives off. Yeah. So this is the. The something that's slightly interesting about Jericho here, because uh, as far as I can remember uh, from Jericho in the comics and in other versions, he just completely possesses the person, like takes over their body. But in this, it almost seems more like a, like he takes them over, but he the people don't realize it. It's like they he can just start them doing something and then leave their body and they'll just think that that's what they were supposed to, like they don't know that they weren't in control it's kind of weird like really like, hypnosis just, yeah it's kind of like because he can make that guy say sorry and start driving away and then leave the guy's body and the guy will just go along with it instead of being like whoa what the fuck just happened and then, you, like, you turn back <laughs> he, yeah yeah he'd just be like wait what I don't want to leave I want to fight this guy you know and no. Fla- uh, Deathstroke wonders if that was you. We get a flashback to the flashback that we just saw because of experiments. I can be like you. You'll never be like me. If people ever found out that you can do things like this, they can take you away. Never show people what you could do. Promise me, Jericho. He, When Deathstroke tells his son Jericho, you'll never be like me, it briefly cuts back to the shot of him, you know, brutally killing a bunch of people. Cause what he means is that, you know, he knows he's a piece of shit and he doesn't want his son to be a piece turn of shit. out like him. Yeah. Like he actually is like a sympathetic villain. 
Like you're supposed to be sympathetic to. Look, he's a complete murderer, a mercenary, but this is his one compromise. And he's like, please don't do this. Don't be like me. I'm the asshole. You shouldn't be the asshole. But please do not yeah. show people your power. If you do, they will take you away. Don't do this. Anyway, so he showed it off his power in the in Titan's Tower. Uh, and Ta- Donna, is, Donna really likes it. Dove is unsure about this because she thinks this is dangerous. This is, after all, uh, Deathstroke's kid, and they are aware of the mission. Uh, Dick Grayson wants to help him uh, and, and put faith in him, similar to the Batman backstory. You know, well, maybe I can be like Batman. He put faith in me. I can help him. Ba-ba-ba. See, this this whole aspect of Dick makes his character even more confusing to me because he's always wanting to, like, find people, you know, with superpowers or whatever and help them and make them part of a team to, like, help them feel like they belong or something. But then all he wants to do is leave them cooped up at Titan's Tower while he goes and does everything on his own. So it's not really clear to me what he's, he's trying to do. He's a shit ally. <laughs> he's a really fucking shit ally. Yeah. He's like, oh, all these people with 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 wonderful with amazing uh, superpowers. Uh, I'm just gonna keep them locked up in this tower while I, a regular guy who's good at gymnastics, will go and solve all these problems on my own and completely fuck them up. If this is like the X Men series, like this is the X Men, he'd be like a dog catcher. Oh, you have a mutant power. Well, let me take you to Professor Xavier and then drop you off. Bye. <laughs> like that's all he does. It's- it's like X-Men if Professor Xavier didn't have any powers and also he insisted on going and fighting all the bad guys <laughs> himself. Just 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 wheeling himself up to Magneto and trying to fight him while all of this, the powerful mutants are, are back at his mansion, not allowed to help. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it makes sense for the character to do this. Like, the I want to take someone and take care of them. And I guess the social aspect of you have to ditch to be the vigilante, that makes for a great conflict. Don't get me wrong. That is great conflict for the Dick Grayson character. It is just horrible the way it's presented in Titans because it basically just shows he does not give a shit about any of these people. Yeah, that's what I mean. It would have made a good conflict, uh, say, in season one of Titans if it were presented as a conflict and then sort of gradually resolved rather than just being a constant aspect of his character that sucks it would be said like jericho like take care of jericho i want to be your friend jericho i don't want to be just i want to be your friend you're a cool dude we like you and all this and then suddenly it's the i can't do a fuck batman called fuck Uh, but we all have to meet up for this one fight ah fuck what do i do like that would be good conflict but no you don't get that anyway uh don approves uh, now, for some reason, Jericho gets to see the costumes. They get to go to the costume room. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so Don Don makes the agreement with Dick that if they're going to uh, include him on the team, they need to be honest with him about everything and tell them that the only reason they started talking to him in the first place was to get to his dad. Which is like, hey, who knew Don was actually like level-headed in this? Uh, so they get to go to the costume room, and now pinpoint here is when the episode gets good. This is when I say is the breakthrough moment when actually I like the episode. So Jericho then, because this is a scene where there's no dialogue for Jericho. Remember this. Jericho cannot talk anymore. 
Jericho sees all of the costumes. He sees Gar's costume. He sees uh not Gar's costume because Gar doesn't exist yet. Oh yeah, uh, sorry. Ah. He sees uh, Aqualad. He sees Aqualad. He sees uh, a hawk dove. Don't need to list them. We know who the characters yeah. are. And, and Rob. And it's like just like whoa, like like in this nice shock, like almost like in a is cool way. And it goes like, "This is you, you're all superhero." Wow, that's neat, cool. He wa- and they want Jericho to join. They tell the truth about they just did this to exploit Deathstroke, and how it's about the dad for for killing uh, Aqualad. Uh, it's a really good scene because now we know the truth. He kept the secrets, and now they want him on the team. Now there's an internal conflict for Jericho. Which- they, they also had to tell him the truth about his dad, which he didn't know. Like he didn't know that his dad was like a contract killer and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then you see in his face, like he is now like, like it goes from big smile to suddenly like the world's crashing. Cause everything he knew is, is gone kaput at the same time. So he goes from the extreme joy to the extreme sad. And I think that is like why I think Jericho, the actor who's playing Jericho is really good. And that's why this scene actually works. Uh, Jericho then gets his stuff from the house and leaves. Uh, the mom wants Jericho to stay. Jericho uh, uh, says he knows that Deathstroke's a mercenary. Mom defends that uh, and gets upset. I guess in the, I'm I'm still confused. When does Rose exist in all this? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure about that either. I think Rose must have like run away and is off doing her own shit or something. It, it would it would make or actually. It could be that Rose is like uh, uh, his, his extramarital love child, which is what she is in the comics. So it would that would kind of make more sense because we don't see her around here. No, okay, that would make sense. Uh, the mom then talks to Deathstroke at the park, tells all you know he's leaving to join the Titans. Da ba 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 ba. Uh, Deathstroke knew it's Dick Grayson and his pals. Uh, she hands back that letter wristband that uh, Jericho dropped at the house. This is your chance to make it right. You don't get another one. Once again, remind people, Rose does not exist apparently yet. Jericho's back at the music store. Wintergreen says, hi, kiddo, and doesn't understand sign language. They do the flip off the bird thing. Ha ha ha. Uh, the Titans are bad. Stay away from them, says Wintergreen. The dad's going after them, and it's dangerous. Basically saying, hey, get the fuck out of here. Uh, also, if you want to hang out, here's a location for him and the Titans to go. Back to the tower. Dick Grayson doesn't know about the dad. Well, well, well no. He, he doesn't want... Deathstroke doesn't want the Titans to come to the church. He wants uh, Jericho to come uh, alone. Without the Titans, yeah. Uh, Dick doesn't know about the, this this uh, story. Don tries to make it feel better. Uh, he's still a shit detective, and they have a minor argument because of the whole be Batman thing. Uh, Don is on a laptop in bed, gets a text by Jillian. That's her name, Jillian. Uh, urgent, must leave to, uh, what was that place? The Mascaria now. Mascara. Yeah, uh, Deathstroke was sending the text because, surprise, he kills Jillian. He killed Jillian and all of the the other ladies with her, who I guess are also Amazons. Though that's really not made clear. This, this could the, Jillian could be some 
there could be some complete I don't even know what's going on with so Jillian. So if the original intention was to kill Jillian for some reason, some unknown mercenary reason. Cuz Jillian is the head of some kind of group, some kind of secret organization with all those other women and Deathstroke had to kill them all. Wouldn't it, that, that be the end of the mission instead of let's continue with the Dick Grayson process? <laughs> Collect your fucking money and go because that's what you were intended to be paid for? Well, it, no, because he's trying to get his son back. That's like a personal mission. The reason that he attacked Donna was just to give them a warning to be like, stay away from my son. And then the next thing he went to do was to go meet his son uh, so he wasn't necessarily trying to keep pursuing the Titans at that point. He just wanted, he was just trying to, uh, uh, you know, get his son to like stay away from them uh, because that's what the, the mom asked him to do. So Dick Grayson then says to Jericho, the thing with your dad, I'll stay out of it, gets a hug from Jericho and leaves. It's a promise. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be there. This is once again, going to be telling. Back to the art gallery thing. Donna sees all the dead bodies of security guards and everything else. Uh, there's a weird by lighting with purples and blues and a hallway of gallery pictures. Deathstroke shows up with katanas. Uh, Donna uses a lasso sculpture to the throw, gets sliced in half, and now we get the first fight sequence of the episode 37 minutes into the sequence. Clap, clap, knife, knife. Deathstroke stabs Donna and she crawls for help. Deathstroke with a gun uh, to her head says, I'll only say this once, stay away from my son. Uh, Deathstroke leaves. Donna turns on an emergency beacon. I guess the GPS uh, injection things from season one are all in all the Titans. Uh, No, uh, no, no, no. She just has a device. The GPS is in the device she used. Okay. Uh, So Dick Grayson then sees the beacon and then they all, I, I guess, rush over there. Jericho's at the church from the Bruce Wayne episode. Remember Bruce Wayne, the church? The church is there. Uh, They they booked it. They might as well use it, right? I mean, you understand that that was intentional, right? Yes, absolutely. Like, the reason he told Dick Grayson to meet him there in the present is because it's the place that he got his son killed. Exactly, which makes it. It's a grim reminder of Dick's sins. Exactly, which I like. This is that I was gonna say. This, this is because okay. this part now this is all I love. I like all of this. Oh, so you were talking about it like it was a, a flaw or something. No, it's That's not flaw. <laughs> the flaw is only the fact that it's like it's clear they only booked this church for like a day, and that's it. So they had to rush and change everything. But that's not. Why I don't understand what you're talking nothing. about. Like that's it, nothing wrong. There's may, nothing it, wrong, it, Trevor. It, nothing wrong. There's a there's a perfect it's perfectly justified in the story to use that location twice. It's not like it was. I don't really understand what you're saying. Uh, all right. Do 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 do. Uh, it looks like okay. So the beacon shows up. Dick Grayson tells Hawk and Dove to go over there and see Donna. Uh, Deathstroke is te- with the, uh, Jericho with the church. Dick wears the Robin suit. Make any and gets Donna Hawk and Dove to grab sense. Donna. Deathstroke tells Jericho the truth, shows the Deathstroke's in mask. You did this to me, Dad. Was it worth it? Uh, he pulls out the wristband and says, I'm so sorry, son. Almost losing you to the Titans. Let me realize how much I failed you as a father. It's always family first, and you made the same mistake I did. Jericho then puts on the wristband and then hesitates and hears something. Yep, Robin's there. Dick Grayson is shows up as Robin in the church. 
Jericho is pissed off. You promised you wouldn't show up. Sorry, Jericho. Your father killed our friend. He needs to be stopped. Deathstroke says, you set this up, Jericho. Did you? Ned, I had no idea he would follow me. Don't blame yourself, son. And this is the, I put this in bold because this is essentially all of Deathstroke's ambition. Don't blame yourself, son. The Titans act like heroes, but they are hypocrites. They used you. Because they did. Yeah, that's true. But they already admitted that to, to him and he was fine with it. So Deathstroke then talks about how horrible he is to try and exploit his son's love of his father to complete your mission. Um, Jericho is in the is in between Dick uh, is in between Dick Grayson and, and Deathstroke. Deathstroke puts on the mask, fights Robin, hand to hand combat, kick and slicks. Uh, then they use the retractable bow staffs and they start doing the stick fighting. Uh, it you're so emotional that's why you lack control. Says Deathstroke. More stick fighting. Jericho just sounds really like does not f- feel comfortable at all. Starts hiding in in like behind one of the uh, the benches. Deathstroke drops a smoke bomb. Robin dives on it to save Jericho. Deathstroke then adds blades to the bow staff. Grayson then gets stabbed in the leg and the shoulder, and in a big kick, gets smashes some of these benches, and then drops a smoke bomb himself. Pew pew gunfire, throwing knives, and a fist fight. Jericho is now in hiding in a fetal position. Robin's on the floor getting his ass kicked. He's about to black out and die. Deathstroke gets the sword and is about to stab Robin. Jericho jumps in and saves him in the last minute and unfortunately gets killed in the crossfire. Yes. We move on to the last scene. After that, that was it. That's how Jericho dies. He gets stabbed by Deathstroke. Yeah, he uh, Deathstroke is about to kill uh, Robin, Dick Grayson with his blade, and Jer- Jericho jumps in the way and gets stabbed to death instead. Now, is these beacon devices thing, back to the Donna Troy, can't Robin just signal that too? <laughs> like, No, the, the, whole, the whole point was that he insisted on going on his own because he and Hawk and Dove were all there at the art gallery where Donna got attacked and he uh, ordered them to, to stay, stay with Donna while he went on his own. Like, if, if he wanted uh, their help, he could have just asked them, but he deliberately didn't. So he is that stupid and dumb and an asshole. Okay. That makes yeah. total sense because the last scene. He sucks, and it is his fault that uh, Jericho died. Dick Grayson and he really didn't, and he didn't, <laughs> and he didn't learn his lesson at all, and Jason would have also been dead because of it if Connor, if Superboy hadn't conveniently arrived as sort of a deus ex machina. So Dick Grayson in really bad black eye makeup is standing in the Titans tower bandaged up and all of the furniture is now covered in plastic. Don Hank and Donna gather their luggage and are about to leave the tower. Uh, Hank is pissed. Don is pissed. Donna is like, what the fuck? And Donna then says to Dick Grayson, if you need me, I'll be in New York. Uh, Robin's now alone in the tower. They all turn, they go down the elevator except for Dick Grayson, who is just sitting there awkwardly and sad. Looking down at the elevator as they descend, he flashbacks to him introducing Jericho in that same elevator. Remember that elevator scene? What a cla- what a timeless scene in all of Titans. The one from this episode, by the way. I think at the pretty, end... Is pretty, to- uh, pretty standard device to have a little visual cue of a character reflecting on something i, don't know, I think yeah, it's fine it makes sense 
Uh, I don't know why you. I don't know why you need to pick apart every little fucking thing. Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's our podcast. Uh, at this point, I think Dick Grayson's supposed uh, uh, to cry. <laughs> And, you know, get sad over it. It's over. The episode is over. I don't know how cry. you're still describing it. He's supposed we've, to fucking we've, cry. We've passed the end of the episode, and somehow you're still summarizing. It's baffling to me. He's supposed to cry. He doesn't cry. In credits. And then then plays Def Cab for Cutie's Northern Lights. Okay. You satisfied? You feel good about yourself? Next week, it's called Atonement. So anyway, this episode was pretty good. I think it was probably the best episode this season so far. Um, uh, Jordan's uh, recap uh, made no sense as usual. It was a bunch of nonsense. I don't know what the fuck this, this guy's talking about. This show is nonsense. <laughs> this show is nonsense. It was, it was a pretty good episode. The episode itself was much more coherent than all that garbage that Jordan was just spewing. It's pretty good. I don't... I don't like finding myself in a position where I'm defending this show, which I'm on record Dick, as Dick hating. Gray, it, it, you did the recap. Dick Grayson wants to so explain good... Jericho. Why? Kind of... What are you doing? You're doing it again. They, they already like said it. You already said that shit. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's still a D. It's still a D episode. Okay, that's bullshit. Because a, a, a couple episodes ago, you gave... A much worse episode than this, like a seven out of ten or something. Crypto, the Connor episode's much better than this. You're out of your mind. <laughs> the Connor episode's better than this. You can't you can't say this episode was a C when you gave like last week's. Ep- you can't say this episode was a D when you just gave a C to last week's episode no, or Bruce whichever Wade one sucked. that was. I hated that episode. Oh, right, right. L- last week was the one that you thought was really bad, and I didn't think it was bad as you thought. Yeah, so we're... <laughs> this is... <laughs> this is, the... is this what that's going to end? We're going to be at each other's throats well, over I, this god-awful I... card- like, television show that we both agree sucks? It's it's very bizarre because it feels like we dislike the show for completely different reasons. And sometimes the the problems and the complaints that you have with it are very confusing to me and I don't understand what you're talking about. It's like, <laughs> I do th- I do I do think the show is generally bad. Uh was this the highlight I, of the season so far? Is this your season 2 pick so far? Yes. Yeah, so far it's the best one. Because I will say though, Jericho was a great. I mean, like I'm not like saying it's the worst episode. Oh God, no. We, we got we got some pretty good Deathstroke stuff. They pulled it off better than I thought they would. The Jericho things, uh, everything with Jericho, I liked. The I, I like I like Jericho. I like Deathstroke. My favorite scene um, is that that we want, we want you on the Titans. He gets excited. Also, we need to tell you we exploited you because we want to find out about your dad, who's a mercenary. He kills people. That is like the best scene in this entire episode. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a pretty good episode. I'd give it a solid C plus. C plus. That's, probably, C that's plus. the high. That is the highest rating I've bestowed on an episode of the, this terrible show so far. Are you trying to fuck with me, Trevor? What the fuck? You got to keep in mind, I'm grading on a curve here. It's not like a C plus on the scale of all television. Okay, that's as on far the as this scale. As far as this show is concerned, it's a solid C plus. Uh, pre- just like just kick the Jericho scene, the, and that's it. The, that's the previous the the previous flashback episode was a solid C. 
everything else, all the other ones are D or lower. <laughs> They're all pretty bad. I mean, Even though I did. Let's count. I, I like I liked last week's episode a lot more than you did, but mainly just because <laughs> you telling me in advance that it was going to be really bad probably made me like it more you than I should have. God damn it! Should I just say like every episode's great then, so you can say it sucks? And then no, then then I, the then I would just then I would just be pissed off. <laughs> really, I really, really don't look forward to watching this show each week. As I've said, I put it off until the last possible moment. Because I know we have to record this, so I watch it like right before we have to record. I just realized uh, that you are right because there's not a lot of characters written in this episode. That's what probably made it good. Like even ignoring the primary titans. There's not a lot of what. Like not a lot of characters in this. Like excluding the primary titans, you know, Dick Grayson, all those. Jericho is is a secondary character that we establish, and then you just have Deathstroke, Wintergreen, and Jillian. That's it. Uh, yeah, there's there's no like, <laughs> unless you want to count a record store lady or D- Dick Driver or guy with small penis. Like that's it. <laughs> I don't even know what you're trying to. say. I don't understand what your point is. This is the point is <laughs> the number. The, you're talking about the the quality of the episode uh, having a relationship to the number of characters. The fewer the characters, the better it is. Yes, I don't understand. Yes, yes, that that's no exactly it. That's exactly it. You, you, you nailed it. In terms of secondary characters necessary to establish the plot and keep it going. This is well, an episode yeah, I, that actually did move the plot along in a brisk pace. Yeah, uh, the fact that it's a flashback to before uh, Rachel and Beast Boy and Rose were all in the picture, so they don't have as many useless characters that they like <laughs> that are just sitting around uh, the Titans Tower not doing anything. So, I guess that was so. That's the reason that I like these flashback episodes better than the rest of them because they don't have these completely useless characters. I just realized but, something <laughs> before we guys sign I don't, off. Here. I just I realized d- the flashback episodes you like more than, and I like the modern day episodes when well, they're that's trying to. Aim- you're, <laughs> That's because you're crazy. You're you're ridiculous. <laughs> you, like, you 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 your whole complaint is that you have this whole thing about not wanting too many characters, and you like the fact they're bringing in uh, Superboy and Eve and Crypto yes. and uh and well, my favorite episode is still the is the Connor episode. That's still my favorite. They're one. directly you're directly contradicting your own uh, bullshit that you just said. Probably, but you know what. If, if 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 being a hypocrite is is wrong, then c- consider me an honorary Teen Titan. Uh, okay, you're an honorary Teen Titan. Because these know, Titans, they act like heroes, but they are hypocrites. You know, so okay, so obviously they're not. It's not called the Teen Titans here. They're not supposed to be teen, but like the the idea with titans is that they're at least kind of supposed to be young adults right even though dick grayson's supposed to be 30 uh, i don't know i don't really know what my point is here i was just looking at wikipedia and minka kelly the actor who plays dove is almost 40 years old did you know that what the fuck she's practically middle-aged <laughs> playing a teen titan but i thought she was college age in the dove story I do think she was supposed to be college age. Yeah, that was the implication I got. But she's actually old as shit. 
this show is going to be like the death of me. This is this, and it's not going to be Trevor. It's going to be the show itself. It's no, it's going to be me. You're going. It's going to end, folks. If you can just that's, imagine, that, and that's how gonna, this. That's how this podcast is going to end. Uh, I'm going to lose my cool. I'm going to have to fly all the way to where California. <laughs> Jordan you're live. De- you're going to wear a Deathstroke fly- mask. I have to wear like a Robin costume. <laughs> you say you like this episode, but you don't. You promised we were only going to cover this many episodes. You said 12. There's 13. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, how- so this was eight, right? So we've got five left. Five left. Nine, 10, 11, 12, okay. 13. All right, that doesn't sound so bad. That's manageable. And maybe next week will be the spooky episode because of Halloween. Maybe. I doubt it. Uh, I guess we should just end this. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, uh, This was was a great episode. Don't listen to Jordan. If you're going to watch one episode of this terrible show, make it season two, episode eight. Jericho. This is Trevor signing off. Titan is Titans are back, bitch.